0: Join us for an episode of My Truth Today, where individual
1: purpose is revealed to us through our own truths. Let's all be in a safe place, tell the truth, and help each other unlearn and evolve. Now welcome our host, Nicole Stinson, and
0: co-host Christy Locke.
1: Hi there and welcome to episode 10 of My Truth Today. I'm Nicole Stinson and I'm here with Christy Locke.
0: Hi guys. It's Hi. been a while. I'm I know. so excited. How you been? Doing really good. It's been,
1: seems like it's been forever.
0: I'm so excited to get back into it. Me too. What is going on in your life, in your world? I'm missing my. Oh, no. Now yeah. it's just hashtag truth.
1: It is. On your coffee cup. My dish, well, I've been drinking a lot of coffee.
0: <laughs> and using your And using my cup.
1: beautiful cup, and the my came off. So well, I'm not quite can... sure what that means, but it's always still about truth. We can have
0: it fixed, but that is kind of interesting because yes. now it's just truth. And I know that there was some... I don't know, points of contention, I guess you could say. Yes. Your truth versus my truth versus the truth. And, you know, so question on that. Okay. Because I put out a post and had some kind of responses. And just, you know, listening to to different podcasts and stuff, I was thinking, and it had a couple responses to it, can two truths actually exist at once? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Experience expand. So, I think <laughs> that, like, if we say the same thing mm-hmm. and we say it in different ways, it can, per- it's, the- it means the same thing, but it can be perceived different ways. So, yes, I'm trying to think of an example. I I'll have con- an example. Okay, good.
0: So, I was thinking about it, and I do think that two truths can exist at once. And I think that our world has such a problem accepting that two truths can exist at once because. Humans like things to be black and white, right and wrong, good or bad, right? Absolutely. And so I think that I'm trying to hold space for two truths existing. It's this and there's a world that exists where it's this too. So example. So I was raised very religiously. Okay. And and I still hold that faith today. However, I'm trying to hold space for other ideas. And that feels very blasphemous to me, to someone who was raised very strictly um, in religion. And I am accepting and working on accepting the fact that there is my truth or the truth that I believe in. Yes. And that's very true and real for me. But it's okay that I also understand, understand, accept, believe in um, a, a possibility of a different religion or different theological ideas also being true at the same time. So it's not necessarily this or that, my religion, or perhaps this other ideology or this belief system that doesn't necessarily coincide exactly with the strictness of my religion. Right what
1: religion are you if you don't mind? Christian. Me
0: asking. Okay. No, I don't
1: mind. Okay.
0: Um and so so for so deeper into the example, right? Christian is my uh religion. Um I am a Christ follower. Um however uh a lot of my soul is drawn to I would say if you wanted to categorize it into a religion, it would be more Buddhist practices. Spir- spiritual. But I am more spiritual. Okay. And I know that that's going to ruffle feathers because people are like, well, that's the problem with, you know, today's world is, you know, everyone's all spiritual. And that means they don't really know what it is that they really believe. And I think I do have strong convictions in what I believe. But I went uh, last week. I met my cousin. Um and I went with my my little sister, and us three went to my cousin's favorite favorite. F- if I could speak at all, that's fine. I know what you're. I know what you mean. Favorite. There's water in in my cup today. I'm not even drinking. So just for the record, but um, <laughs> favorite. We went to her favorite crystal shop. And I'm I'm like big into crystals. I get them for people for gifts and I just kind of believe in the energy of things. Yes. So people can roll their eyes and be like, oh, my God, fucking hippie, dippy crystals, (laughs) you know. And, yeah, I am kind of a hippie at heart, but um, I just believe that everything is energy. So it's not too far fetched for me to understand that there could be healing powers in other material things that we
1: have on this planet,
0: because if it's all energy, it kind of makes sense to me.
1: That like, so, if a really, really a Christian person or a Catholic person came to you and said that is blasphemy, and a satanic. sin, satanic, yes. in the Bible, that's a sin. What right. would like, what would your truth response be to somebody like that?
0: Yeah, honestly, I'm still working on it. Okay, um, because it is such a huge thing from my childhood and the way that I was raised that if someone were to say that to me, I would totally understand where they were coming from. But I'm working on exactly what I just said, challenging people to say and instead of or
1: love it, you know, yeah.
0: is there a world that exists where it's possible that two truths can exist at once? And my
1: answer is yes, especially with religion. Yeah, I mean, there really there's so many different religions and so many different beliefs, and some are very close, some are not very close. Mm -hmm. Um, I was raised very Catholic, Mm
0: -hmm. um,
1: until I had problems getting pregnant. And Mm -hmm. then that religion doesn't really believe in getting help. Right. That, that religion believes that if you're not getting pregnant, then that's what God intended. God intended. And I, I didn't believe that. So, um, then I switched to Christian Yeah. Mm -hmm. and the Christian religion supported us, Mm -hmm. um, sort of to an extent, I was going to say to an extent, Mm -hmm. we had to go to the far Christian where they were chanting and doing all that stuff where I'm going, is Satan in this room? Like I'm in church, <laughs> oh, but no. I feel like Satan's here. Oh like, no. Like the chants and all that. Yeah. Talking in tongues, I'm like, this mm. is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and was very religious up until, I still am in my in my heart, but I'm not, um, I'm not there anymore because I opened my mind and heart to Steve, mm-hmm. who's not religious at all. Mm. And I listened to his beliefs and why he believes the way he does and he studies more like history and he's more it's more like on the spiritual uh buddha Mm -hmm. um track where he's he go he'll go back into history and go well if that's true that the bible says that this this and this wouldn't have happened and and animals existed and and monkeys existed before how could that he's challenging the the bible right and the history of the bible who wrote that that kind of thing where i go right where when he says it i'm like okay, no, that's not – I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. You're right. Right. So then I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, I don't understand it either. Well, it could go either way, right? You could either dive deeper into your
0: studies and your belief system and, like, have a way to challenge him back and defend it. But that's also what I'm working on is not feeling like it's my responsibility to defend any belief system yes for anyone
1: just be quiet and move on
0: and not that you don't I mean and being quiet right not holding your tongue but at the same time it's almost like a respect thing like I respect that you have a problem with what this says It's not my – I can suggest things to you. I can invite you to things. I can show you and lead by example into what my belief system is, and maybe you'll pick up some breadcrumbs and be more interested in the faith behind it. Right. But it's not my job to – Change or convince you otherwise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not my job to force you into seeing things my way.
1: I could never do that because I don't even understand. I just know I was raised that way and I just do what I don't understand it. I can't defend it because I don't I don't read. Yeah. I don't read the the The, Bible. mm -hmm. I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I probably couldn't answer any questions. Like I, I just am not there. But
0: that's kind of my point is that like how many people believe a certain way because they were told
1: to. Right. Well, that's like. And how
0: far back does that actually go?
1: That's everything. You know? Oh, my God. And so
0: it's amazing. Like, I made the decision um, a couple years back to get re-baptized, right? Because it was my choice. Yeah. Because then I was an adult, and I was able to commit to a certain belief system, and I felt good about doing that for myself, whereas before, when I was younger you did it because your parents did i did it because my well i was i was had to do it right it's not because they did it it was because i had to do it i didn't have a choice on whether that was something i wanted to actually do it was this is what you're doing and on this day and be there at this time and i did not i it did not sit well with me um that i did that at an age where I was very lost and it was not great circumstances that I was in in my life where I felt I actually felt like it was a sin to get baptized during that time Mm -hmm. in my life because I just knew where my heart was. And it I was just in a very lost, teenagey place. And (laughs) And how many people
1: that happens to a lot of people. Yeah, but
0: I wanted to redo it as an adult by
1: choice. Right. You know, it. um how'd you feel when you did that?
0: Oh, great. Amazing. Like that's awesome. accomplished and yeah. just like it was special to me. Yes. You know, it was a decision that I wanted to to make for myself and not be forced into any kind of decision. And so, but how many people live their lives because they were told to live it that way? You know, it just kind of trips me out. So now I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm Going to the crystal store and exploring healing energies and yoga and, um, you know, a different way of living your lifestyle, um, strongly influenced by one side of my family. You know what I mean? Exploring that a little bit more in a way that's not judgmental and in feeling like this is a sin that I'm even here right now, you know, Um, it's very – freeing to be empowering yeah Yeah. to have two truths exist at once and not have judgment either way that's awesome towards it so that's what i'm working on right now so my answer is yes two truths can exist at once that's
1: amazing and you're right if the whole world look at it looked at it that way truth wouldn't be such an ugly negative uh defensive word right exactly because Again, someone asked me, they saw my license plate today as we were talking before the show, and he he yelled across the parking lot, what does this my truth mean? And I haven't quite figured out how to take this long story of what it means yeah. or what it means to me and how it came about to make it a short story to tell somebody very quickly. So I have to work on that. Shorten the mission.
0: Shorten the mission in a way that it can be explained and explained well to have people want to dive deeper. But it's just such a complex to yes. my truth like yeah, what does that mean What does truth mean and and so that's why I wanted to kind of, Get this idea across that like it's an and it's your truth and it's my truth. It's I love how it. you perceive the world and how I perceive the world.
1: Your and truth
0: and my truth yeah, equal now, now the it truth. Now it That's sense. why
1: my is missing on here. It was the universe. The dishwasher f- sent me a message. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> maybe and I'll it keep it like this. ways. Oh, it's kind of yes. cute. <laughs> well, at least you know I'm washing my cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not well, just like leaving it in there. You're not washing your cup. In my your defense, <laughs> I hand wash my oh. cup. Oh. Yes. You didn't give me those instructions I I when you it. gave me the gift.
0: I know. It was my fault. Okay. Hand wash only. I don't only.
1: do many things by hand.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I don't. All right. Oh, not. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, I was like, mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dishes. You know, yes. making beds. I don't yeah. even make the bed. Really? Why? Because I'm going to get right back into it in really? eight hours. Yeah, I don't make the bed. Steve does oh I can't he'll I come after to. me and he's like a pick, I'll put I'll pick, take my shoes off take yeah. them off where I am and all of a sudden I'm like where's my shoes he's like in the closet really yeah. he's behind me just cleaning up after me like a <laughs> like a dad yeah that's okay I do that with my husband you I do fo- I follow him yeah and
0: I'm like- not
1: messy but I just like if I want to kick my shoes off for like an hour yeah I, or if I put my cup down I want to come back and still have it be there I don't want it in the dishwasher or wash back in the cabinet <laughs> five minutes later so I'm so OCD.
0: Mm. I'm very OCD. So I'm learning and I think I get that from my father. Hi, um, Dad. Hi, Dad. But, hi, <laughs> Dad. Um, but the, like, at the end of the night after my husband goes to sleep, I literally like, will go in the living room and like rearrange the pillows so that they're perfect.
1: So when you wake and up, that, it's all.
0: Yeah. So that it, when I wake up, it's the same. Oh, yeah, I like things the same and consistency. And it just makes me feel good to have the pillows in their exact space on the couch and the coasters turned the exact oh, way. Oh, you're that fatal attraction oh God, girl? It's,
1: yeah, it's Do I'm the insane. cans all have to face forward when you put yes, your... Oh, I'm like good literally insane. <gasps> <laughs> that's, that's not bad. Yeah, You I'm would leading. you would kick me out of your house if we were roommates.
0: So I probably... I Windex. So, so that's why I can't do roommates messy, either. Messy counters I have to Windex, but yeah, that's about it. I yes, I love Windex. Yes. Oh, on the it's countertops. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Yeah. I love Windex. Um and but yeah, I do have to make my bed every morning. Even if I'm running late, like it must be made. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot
1: of decorative pillows?
0: Um on the couch, yeah. On the couch I do. On the bed, I have like th- I well, I guess I have four decorative.
1: So your bed will always be made if I come visit? Yes. And your couch pillows will always be puffed and perfect. The Let me retract.
0: The bed will always be made before I leave the house. Okay. So if you were to come over <laughs> while I'm still getting ready for the day, okay. it's in disarray. Right? Is your makeup on the counters and
1: all kinds of stuff on your bathroom counter when
0: you leave? My makeup is on my vanity countertop, but it's before
1: I leave, it's oh. rolled up and placed. Wow. <laughs> you would go nut. Yeah
0: so before i leave the house if you come over and i'm there and i'm at home because i get most of the day alone yeah right so if i'm there it's probably not going to be done but before i leave the house or before anyone comes home
1: it's all very nice
0: nice. we'll see we'll see how long that lasts you know does the
1: cooking um well i do okay Mm-hmm. And do you clean while you're cooking, or do you clean after you're done cooking, like dishes wise? Yeah. Um,
0: I clean after.
1: So you're not the girl that's going to bed with the dish, like no. the sink full. Of, I don't. Yeah, I can't do that either. No. Yeah, it, We're it's in the dishwasher. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. us too.
1: We have big parties too. Mm-hmm. Some of our friends will go to their house for party. Oh, we'll get it in the morning and stuffs everywhere. I'm like, yeah. Oh God, that would give that would. I have to do the dishes.
0: But I want to touch on something because it's interesting because, okay, you and I agree on that and everything, right? But your kids you, don't live with you. No. Okay. And I don't have kids. Right. So that leads me to a post where one of our viewers, who I love, said, um, I, had, I had asked what the biggest life challenge that, you know, you were dealing with yes. was at the time. And and so, so motherhood, right? Because I, I say all this and I'm like, I'm OCD and I like my pillows a certain way. But like- is that really realistic? Like once you have kids, I don't think that it is realistic once you have kids. So I know my lifestyle and will have to change and I'll probably
1: need medication for my OCD. <laughs> so. I, okay. So as I'm uh, obviously my kids are older, but yes. I think that that is a little bit of for some moms an excuse. Okay. I'll say for me. Okay, <laughs> Okay. so going back to my kids, it's always, you blame the kids. Mm. Oh, the house is a mess, the kids. Right. This is, you know, the kids, the kids. But if you raise your kids to tidy up and, and be present every second, which is not easy, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't that way, I was like, oh, I don't care. Make a mess. At least you're quiet for two hours. And most <laughs> moms are overwhelmed. Right. Or, um, But if you start from very young, they learn to put a toy back before they take a toy out. Um, I know people that have very, very clean houses that have little kids, and you're like, "How do you do this?" Right. Most people are busy; they're doing other things, not just um, not working or doing mm-hmm. things at home. It's like a sec mm-hmm. two full time jobs being a mom. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. it's two full time jobs, yeah. which I think a lot of my so as you know, I'm one of the last to have kids in my friend group, my peer group, my everyone group, and so um, they are overwhelmed and. I think that does contribute quite a bit to the reason why I don't have kids yet. Because you're like,
1: I like my pillows. I like my pillows.
0: I like it a certain way. Um, But overwhelming and challenging to, you know, put your – carve out me time for yourself as a mom to – I, and I'm sure eventually, yes, you do teach your kids once you know the toys in there and you take it out, blah blah it's, blah. Right? It's easier said than done. Of course, it's yeah. easier said than done. Yeah. But I imagine that that would happen at, towards a certain age, right? There's a certain time period where like you kind of. Uh, I don't know because uh, I wasn't that it.
1: mom. I was more right. okay. I'm going to be on the phone for three hours. Make the mess. I don't care. Mm. So you're, and you're then on when the somebody for... comes over, you're like, yeah, I... yeah. I have kids. Of course, it looks like this. So
0: you were on the phone for three hours working. Yes. Okay. So the challenge was. You know, aside from the overwhelm and and carving out me time, which we can get back to, because I think that's important for everyone to fight for their me time and prioritize themselves, regardless of your home life, family life, I think that we'll get there. But the challenge was, was how do you navigate um, work life and having to go to work and wanting to go to work Mm -hmm. versus being at home, raising your kids, guiding your
1: kids? So for me, <laughs> I um, did real estate mm-hmm. and other things that I was in. And then I also ran my husband at that time's business. So Gotcha. So he was more at home with the kids than me. And I'm more of a... I'm not an at-home person. Even though the right. kids aren't there now, I still want to get out of the house and go to an office. Mm. I'm way more productive. I don't like working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always the one that was sometimes even creating work Mm. because I felt more fulfilled with work, even though I loved my kids, but I knew they were safe and having fun with dad. Mm -hmm. But most moms, you know, uh, I'm sure that the balance would be hard to balance and they don't get me time Mm -hmm. because when they are, when the dads are helping, they're doing things that they didn't have time to do when they have the kids. And it's not me time. Right. You know, they're running errands. They're doing things that they can't do with the kids. And that's not really their time. No, right? not at all. So, um, yeah, I'm a little, I'm very strange. I don't think i weird. Strange. I have a tattoo on my ankle. Uh, yeah. I, th- yeah, I, th- I mean, weird
0: isn't a bad thing yeah. though.
1: I'm a, wor- i am a I want to be working. And, and, and even though I wanted to be a mother, I, I never wanted to be a stay at home mom. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. And I think we've talked about that before too. Um, like, I I don't think I could ever be a stay at home mom because I don't I I get so much purpose out of being out and working. Yes. That I've identified so much with work. And I don't know I I'm not saying it's necessarily a good thing. It, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yep. But I I don't think I am grateful that at this point in my life, I do not have kids yet because I am focused on that part of my life and who I am. And maybe that will change, you know, but I'm not ready for it to change yet. Yeah.
1: Um, That's good that you recognize that. I was just in a hurry to have the kids because I was afraid I was going to get too old or have issues having babies. I wanted to was sort of selfish, you know, get there and then work out. If I can work and probably if I In a perfect world which for me it wasn't because I had The issues with getting pregnant I probably uh, Should have waited mm. You know to, to figure out like my Work and corporate and That kind of thing and then but but I mean,
0: hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Like yes. if you could go back, you would have, you know, waited and stuff. But you, then you would have had two totally different kids than the kids True. that you have today. True. Right? Like the struggle with getting pregnant and stuff led you to this, you know, journey. And whether you – I think – That's a little bit – and this is another reason why I don't have kids. It's a little bit of the mom guilt anyways, right, that you're experiencing. It's always mom guilt. It's always mom guilt. Even now. You can't do – you know, you can't, like, go to the highest caliber as a parent. You can't go to the highest caliber in your work. Like, how do you find the balance? And it's just guilt, guilt, guilt. You're taking too much time away from your kids. You're, you know, not providing enough. It just seems – so overwhelming with the mom guilt that you're even talking about it today like if i could go back i would it's true
1: i mean they were just at the house on um sunday for a barbecue and it i they probably come maybe once every couple months for like a full day barbecue sometimes they'll meet for dinner or whatever but they came to the house and i was so busy helping cook Mm -hmm. and run here and run there with we had our our niece and uh nephews there Mm -hmm. um i felt guilty that like oh the cornhole's out there but i haven't had a chance to stop And be present with my kids to play a game of cornhole or Mm. just to sit out there. I was running the whole day. Mm -hmm. And I purposely stopped for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, to them it probably wasn't enough time, but it's like, okay, I got the 10 minutes of cornhole done. So it is still to this day, even though they're adults, I still feel like, why can't I just like take a take an hour and not have the running around and all that but I'm trying to make everything else so perfect exactly like make sure okay do you have your food Do you have your and then you're hearing mom 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 mm-hmm. and from adults and you're like ah <laughs> <laughs> who wants these kids because I'm be <laughs> yeah. yeah right it I never been ends all day. give me yeah. a glass of wine right yeah. I want ends. I miss it I mm-hmm. miss the mom 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 but when it's happening it's where you're like Kill me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well,
0: because I just feel like you're getting pulled in so many different directions all the time with so many different expectations. Yes. And that's why it is so important to carve out time if possible, which it is possible. You just have to fight for it because, you know, with between being a wife or a, you know, spouse or a partner and then between work and being every role in your work life and then being, you know, the mom and. There's so many different roles expected of you in life from everybody around you. It's like, so who are you? What do you do for yourself when the kids are asleep or they're gone or the dinner's over and the dishes are in the dishwasher mm-hmm. and the bed's made or not made? Like, not made? You know, like what do you do for you? And so one of my other mom friends was telling me that one of her biggest challenges is um, intentionally – carving out me time setting boundaries for that and fighting for your me time to not have those expectations or those roles placed on you even if it is just for an hour or god forbid a weekend that the world keeps turning without you there for a weekend you know and you know it's so important i think whether you're a mom or just an individual person with a lot of expectations on you to intentionally carve out me time and fight for that boundary. So how do you carve out me time between all of the busy stuff that you do, because you're a very, very busy person, and what is your boundary around
1: that? Do you have boundaries around that? No. Okay. So I think that a lot of, um, and I'll speak again for me, yes, I'm busy, but there is a lot of time for me to unbusy myself. Mm. Like, I think I create um, unrealistic expectations for myself. When I really think about it, I'll say, oh, I'm crazy. I did it. But there's things that I can do to make it uncrazy and still accomplish what I need to accomplish. But I think I'm so used to and in this pattern mm-hmm. that I, cr- I make it hard on myself. Like, it's almost like I have to make the day crazy and challenging because otherwise it's it's boring. Not, not intentionally. Mm-hmm. And so I spend all day, cra- you know, talking about how crazy it is. But really, if I just stop and take a breath, there's plenty of time that I could do the things that need to be done that are me time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's because it doesn't happen. I just keep going with the, it's sort of like what we talked about. I think I have to unlearn before I can relearn. Right. You can't really carve out the time or, um, well, you can, or, or prioritize or set boundaries unless you unlearn what you're so used to doing—it's—it's it's a habit. It's Why like do you smoking think... or drinking? Yeah,
0: it's—it it's, really is. Why do you think that you do that? I don't know. Do you find am I going to learn va- today? Do you find Ooh. value, like self worth, if you're have a full schedule? Do you feel more valuable as yes. a person? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Most people. Oh, I shouldn't say most. A lot of people. Yeah. If I have nothing do. to do, I'm like, oh, I'm in this rut. I, then that really affects anything that I actually can do if I'm right. there. But if I, I think it goes really back to like the talks we had about when the kids were little. Mm-hmm. That like, if I can go back, I'd change it. I was so busy, and I was. I mean, I had a staff of seven. I was. It was all my real estate business. Yeah. But I kept. I wanted to create more and more and more to keep me busy so that I didn't have a minute to stop and think about the things that weren't working or the things Mm. that I – or boundaries. Mm -hmm. I didn't have time to think about boundaries. I didn't Mm -hmm. have time for me time, and I didn't have time to be sad that I didn't have it or miss it, right? Mm -hmm. Because if I just kept going – Did that not lead to burnout? No. It's never led to burnout Well, it does now because it's not as busy, right? So there are moments where I I actually have to sit, and I'm like, oh, I'm sitting quietly. This is what people want. I don't want this because (laughs) – Like reality then sits and you're like, oh, and just you have time to start really thinking about things that you should take the time to think about and plan. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where then my mind spirals and it goes into places that you don't want it to go. I don't want to go or I don't know how to deal with it. You know, it's just normal stuff. Mm -hmm. And so the spiraling, I think when you're doing it that fast, just keeps you from not maybe having to sit with it. If that makes sense. It makes total sense. And I don't understand it. I don't. I don't know how to fix it. Fix that's or repair. I don't know how to change it. I think you have to address it. You have to unlearn it. I don't. I don't know exactly what that process is. It might be. It might be me giving Cappy a call. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, shout out to Cappy. (laughs) You got a new client. I need like an an eraser, (laughs) one of those big jumbo erasers, just to erase certain things, not everything.
0: Well, I think it is difficult to um, sit with things, to sit with anything, to sit with the reality of your life, to let your mind go back because too often we replay situations and what we could have done, should have done, you know, would have done if given the opportunity to go back. Yes. But if you are able to get to a place of like healing and acceptance of how of the decisions that you made at the time that you made them because you had you only had the information in front of you at the time, then I think you can forgive yourself and just heal and then it becomes easier to sit with yourself and be actually be like a friend to yourself you I agree know what I, mean? you. I agree
1: yeah i'm and, not there
0: yet and a lot of pe- most people aren't and yeah. i you know i the reason why i asked if you find value in being busy is because i'm very similar too and it's like that's why i said i don't think i could be a stay-at-home mom because if i'm there and I'm not outside of the house doing a million things. I worry that I will not have like the self worth and the self love and like be confident in my value. Yes. And uh, again, it's probably a, a bad thing. It's probably a bad thing. It's probably something to address and to heal and to sit with before I am a mom. Right. And so that's what I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to like really explore myself as much as possible before I have
1: kids. That's incredible that you can sit back and do that because not if, many if I people. Can help it. <laughs> but <laughs> but not many people are like like con- doesn't you don't know it till you're in it right? Yeah, yeah. And it really, I mean, a lot of my friends are such great mother. Like you look at them and they have ba- like how in the world? Mm-hmm. I look at that and I go, I don't even know. I couldn't even go to Starbucks with my kid because that would. Freak, like oh, Freaking I gotta out. put the car seat in the yeah. car to go to Starbucks. Yeah, right. And, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like you see these these women going everywhere, working out when they're pregnant. I'm like, mm-hmm. I use that as an excuse. I can't work out. I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see these people working out till the day they deliver a baby. You're like, how on you? How do you do yeah. that?
0: Yeah, it's, they're it's, crazy.
1: It's amazing. They're
0: amazing. Like I yeah. want to go back and redo it. Like redo yeah. it. Like
1: can I just go back now that I know all these things and I'm seeing all this? Can I just I, like have another chance? You don't, right? You don't have another
0: chance, but also like grace though too and that's what i mean like most of my mom friends and i just want to like reiterate that i am completely underqualified to speak about this at all right but i just know where i am in my journey with not having kids right now so that's what i'm trying to speak from but all of my friends have kids and um it's just i've learned so much from them and watching them and everything but give yourself grace in that you may never be the mom, even if you could go back, that would work out to the day you delivered. True. Right. And like, do you have to be? Is that is that your truth? Is that something that's gonna work for you? Right. I don't think the comparison game that all my mom friends play, and not by choice, I'm sure they would love to take themselves out of the comparison game, but you, your life and the way that you know you go through it should never be compared to another person's experience you know what I mean like sure there's value in learning things from other people like how I learn from my mom friends now on like how I would ideally like to approach this yes. chapter yes is it gonna go that way no my life's gonna be a disaster my pillows will <laughs> never be like in their positions like it'll be like crazy. it is possible
1: it is possible.
0: It's just probably not going to be the, what I'm envisioning, right? Because nothing ever is in my life. By that, that time, you'll have a robot
1: plan. person that's just stopping fluffing your pillows for you okay. while you're busy taking care of your kids. I mean, it's, okay, you know, the world's going to be a different place in two or it three, will. four or five years. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know how I feel about yeah.
1: the iRobot situation. <laughs> I saw that movie. I don't know. I'll, I'll fluff the pillows myself. But like. did we finish the bunny thing? Bunny movie now it's, that you yeah know? well no
0: it's it's hasn't even come out with season two but is the bunny alive or dead still it's alive oh good god I'm How waiting for season? season two if okay. you guys don't know by the way we're <laughs> t- referring to uh, Fatal Attraction that was one of my favorite shows recently Um but I'm still okay holding on for season two it's a bummer I like keep checking I'm
1: not gonna ask you again I'm just gonna wait for you to like text me okay. a picture of the bunny and it's either gonna be like a thumbs yeah. up or a thumbs down oh I'm sure like, it'll totally, be a thumbs down it can totally be a different. Because the movie I watched was three hours. It wasn't a season, like episodes, yeah. Yeah. What did I just get done watching? It was a really good, it was so good I forgot. (laughs) After Suits ended, have you watched Suits? I've been watching it a bit. That's Mm -hmm. good. Um, I'll remember in a second. Okay. (laughs) Or maybe two o'clock in the morning when I'm not sleeping.
0: Yeah, you'll remember pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big TV person, but we're watching Shameless now. Oh, is that is that good? I haven't seen that yet. It's it's good, I like it, but it's a uh, it's a little rough if you aren't. I don't know. It's pretty bad. Like it's just about this crazy family that's just so crazy, and they just do the I'll have to watch that the most shameless things. Oh, and, like breaking the law. Well, the yeah, some of the kids, yeah. So the oldest sibling is in charge of all the kids because her father is a alcoholic and a narcissist and then her mom is bipolar and oh my wasn't gosh. present and so is this um, a true story no okay okay but it's it's well done if okay. you can stomach the all the awful things that everyone does but i enjoy it dirty john that's what i'm watching oh okay yes i watched that mm-hmm Creepy. And that is That's true. That's a true story. Yeah, that is true. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. I love all those like, kinds of stories. The true
1: stories? Yeah. I saw it on Dateline and now it, it, the story's playing out on, mm-hmm. the, on the show. So it's a little different on the show. Mm hmm. I watched but the show wow. and I watched the Dateline. Did you, just, did you watch the Betty one too? Mm hmm. That one was Betty is... or Candy? Betty.
0: Oh, no, I watched Candy. Oh, there's another one? Yeah. But I think they did two iterations of it. Okay. So
1: mm-hmm. one with
0: Jessica Beale. Um,. I watched that one and then they did another iteration of it. Okay. Um I haven't watched that one yet. And
1: is that a true story too? Mm-hmm. Okay, so those that series is all true, it's just different they stories. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love that kind I'm in of the middle me too. Me too. <laughs> or How to Kill Your Your uh-huh. or Killer Couples. Have you watched that? Yeah. <laughs> you get some good ideas. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> those you shows know, are just, just you're like really?
0: It's wild what people do. It's wild. Do. It's wild. It's wild what people do. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing shocks me anymore really. True. I stop questioning a lot of things and just let people be,
1: which is, okay, so good. Oh, uh, you got all these. I love that you did all this research and yes. asked, your, asked your peeps.
0: Yeah. I know I skipped a couple, so I'll get back to them. But um, so I listened to Mel Robbins. Yes, love her. Love her. And she, have you heard of her let them theory? I don't remember. Remind okay. me. So she had an issue with control and it didn't come out of a bad space. It came out of a space of like wanting her kids, for example, to have like the best experiences and, you know, just um, wanting to be or wanting to be involved with her friends and going out, you know, to the lunches that they plan and da, 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 right? Um, And she had this moment where her son was going to prom and they were, you know, taking their pictures, how parents do with the kids before they go to prom and everything. And, um, he had his girlfriend there and his prom date. And, um, she was like, okay, so where are you guys going to dinner? Like, you know, where can I take you guys for your prom dinner? That, you know, is the tradition to do. And her son was like, oh, I don't know. You want to go to this like chicken place? And, and then Mel Robbins was saying, and her mind just started spiraling like, what do you mean you didn't make dinner reservations? Like, well, you're gonna go get chicken at like this, you know, Chick fil A type place. Like, what do you mean you didn't set up a reservation for your group? There's eight of you. How are you gonna get there? What are you gonna do? Well, this oh my God, farm starts at this time. Wow. And it was this whole spiral. And she got on her phone and started you know, trying to figure out reservations for her son. And her daughter had looked at her and was like, Mom, just if they want to go to Chick fil A, let them. And she said that it was just such a profound moment because it was then she developed this let them theory. So with. I know you and I like control over things, right? And we're a little bit of control freaks. Not intentionally, yes. Not intentionally. <laughs> and it doesn't always it doesn't come from a bad place. Right. Some of it can come from a place of like, I am O C D, so I need things to be this way, right. right? But it doesn't always come from a bad place. It's just like you want people to have this experience or the best of the best. And yes. you have this vision that you like just want them to enjoy, right? But you can't force people to see that vision. Mm-hmm. And so it's like with anything with the let them theory. Instead of getting jealous when you see your friends posting that they, you know, went to lunch together and they didn't invite you, right? Let them. Let them go to lunch. Let them do their thing and don't question it further than that or expend energy on it. If your kid wants to go to Chick-fil-A on prom night, let them. What's the worst that's going to really happen? You know, and maybe they'll have the best time ever there and it'll just be organic and, you know, without the stuffy, you know, napkin on your lap type vibes, you know. So so I thought that was really interesting and um, letting people do what they want to do and not really
1: having such a strong reaction towards it. That would change the world, too. It would. I mean, think about how many arguments would not happen and. 80% 80% of arguments are so silly. Like mm-hmm. when you're done, you're like, why did I even say anything? Like, it, like what point was I trying to, yeah. like you said, what is my point? Yeah. Right. The point? But we don't, we don't stop and think sometimes before we do that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah.
0: I've been trying to implement that a little bit into just like, yeah, just not arguing anymore. <laughs> and I think it would like, inside your mind you're like, a whatever, left. like, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And then half the time, not saying I'm always right. Half the time in my own mind, I'm like, Yep. I mm-hmm. knew that was going to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm just going to stay quiet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One more for me, zero for you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Quietly in <Tallying>. my mind.
0: <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I mean, I think it, uh, it would save a lot of people a lot of time and get you out of your head a little bit into just like, oh, you think about things that way?
1: Okay. All right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's the second truth, and that's yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. Right? Just going back to what you said. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay, let's see what other challenges that people had. They're in my phone. I love
1: that that people are are, uh, giving us input. It makes it a little easier because then we're just not talking about ourselves. It's amazing. And
0: then maybe they'll get something out of it. I love it. Oh, there's a couple good ones in here. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Um, Ooh, where should we go?
1: Where should we go? Where should we go? Tahiti?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Okay, that leads me. to You just made my next question easier. So... One of the challenges is living in California. Okay. Are there lifestyle expectations to where we live here in this great state?
1: <laughs> like expectations set by who? Just just like the, the theory of being- just, a
0: Californ- just California lifestyle, whatever that means to you. And the challenge, uh, this particular person has a challenge with living in California. I guess that's, you know, entails the prices of things mm-hmm. and what- Californians stereotypically place value on. Um beach, tan, nice well, convertible.
1: Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not moving anywhere that's doesn't have a beach. Okay. That's within an hour of my drive. Pre- mm-hmm. preferably I like to open my door and be on the sand, but that isn't possible <sighs> right now, right? That would maybe be amazing. someday in the future. That's a goal of mine. Yes. Um, I like the weather because I'm from Buffalo so mm. it's cold there mm-hmm. and now my body's so used to warm that I never want to go back and I have a sweater every night even when the temperatures being in the 80s in my house because the air conditionings on I put a little jacket on because I'm really cold. <laughs> I'm cold all the time so I need to be in this this weather mm-hmm. um I don't like earthquakes but they come very few so I yeah. don't want to be in a heart like so until I can't afford to pay for the gas or can't afford the loaf of bread and the Mm -hmm. you know the the rents Mm -hmm. and the mortgage. Mm -hmm. Um I'm here to stay. Okay. Even if the taxes are high, I'm like, there's a price. The price, there is a price to live in California. Absolutely. And people politically sometimes don't like to live here or Mm -hmm. for for because it's so expensive and the taxes. But Mm -hmm. I don't think those things until I don't have the money are going to drive me out. Mm. Maybe when I run out of money, if I ever do, God forbid, I might, some people have to go even Mm -hmm. though they love California. But, um, Mm -hmm. right now I, I would work a little harder to be able to stay here. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense.
0: Mm -hmm. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see myself living anywhere else. Um, at least for the foreseeable future outside of California, because similar to you, I, 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 hate the cold. Yeah. I would never survive one East coast winter ever. Like, I just never would be able to yeah, do it. I don't fun. know how to drive in the rain. I don't know how to drive in the snow. I don't even know how to drive in the rain here. I so. know, uh,
1: neither do I. I take the day off when it rains. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I, drive I try in the not rain. to. I get,
0: well, I get such bad anxiety yeah, with me too. it, too. Me too. Like, I can drive in it, I guess. But, like, do I really want to? Right. Not
1: really because I'm freaked out the whole time thinking I'm about to die. It's other people because they don't know how to drive. Yeah. So it's yeah. not. Yeah, so I get it. I get the same kind of things. If I have to go, I will. But mm-hmm. if I can reschedule my
0: a hundred percent. Yeah. If
1: I'm looking at the weather and I have an hour drive to go somewhere, I'll schedule it on a day that I don't have to take that extra chance. Cause it's already dangerous, you know, as we saw in that little Mm -hmm. video, just driving on the 405 today. So yeah, no, um, yeah, crazy.
0: Yeah. I don't see myself living anywhere besides California, but I do think it is tough here. There is a premium price to live here, um, you know, for now. And so, um, but yeah, I think similar to you, I wouldn't, I don't, picture my life anywhere else i do picture my life outside of Sant- here yeah i, w- I want to good to ventura
1: <laughs> me too yeah i i seriously might yeah i want to i want to get a i want to get a house there mm-hmm. on the channel mm-hmm. with a boat and a dock that's my that's my like goal right now you could totally do and it. and i hope that there's no mosquitoes are like there are here are you getting bit up by mosquitoes oh disgusting
0: i my mean legs let's talk about mosquitoes so for a minute
1: it's so bad
0: it's the literally worst. i
1: go out for a minute yeah at night just Mm -hmm. to take the dogs out, like literally not even a minute to Mm -hmm. go pee pee. And Mm -hmm. I come in and I wake up with five bites Mm -hmm. and then they get big. Like I look like I've been eaten by a monster.
0: (laughs) Well, the good news is, is that I think everyone is experiencing that right now. So it's not like you don't look like a monster because everyone looks like a monster. We have
1: to come up with something to kill (laughs) these bastards.
0: I think it's just, I think it's, I'm just trying to get to fall, like to fall weather because I think that the mosquitoes are going to go away. Okay. Okay. And I think that the bugs are going to go away. I Flies drive me insane. Oh, there's so many flies.
1: It's nuts. It's
0: disgusting. It's I terrible. hate it. It makes me so upset. And so I just cannot have them in my house at all.
1: Okay, so let think, me ask you. If flies sucked fat and not blood, would you invite them in? Um, <laughs> going back to my vacuum invention, you know, if you could just like walk into a room with mosquitoes and let them suck your fat, would you do it? I don't mind... Well, mosquitoes, you can't hear, right? You can't even see them. Right. I don't so see anything. I'm if, like, how did this get here? Nothing was flying around me. If
0: that was the case, if they suck, if mosquitoes sucked fat instead of blood. Yes, I would. Of course. I would let them I Bring it. They'd probably make that into like a service. Like you could <laughs> go have like for it. <laughs> how you get your BBLs or whatever. You'd go in and like get your blood sucked out of you. Like the vampire facial yes, that they do. Yes. I would probably do something crazy like yeah. that. Yeah. But flies, no, Ew. yeah, no, Yeah, if flies sucked blood, I mean fat, you'd be like, I'll be fat. I'll be fat because a hundred percent, because the buzzing, oh, I told you, I think before that's like my personal hell. I cannot hear the buzzing. It drives me literally insane. I can't do it. So if there's a fly in my house, I hear it immediately and I fixate on it until it's dead.
1: So if I'm mad at you and I want to get on your nerves, just like let a fly out in your a
0: room. Yeah. Okay. In a swarm of flies. Can hear that? The worst. Personally. If she hell. makes
1: you mad, just get a fly <laughs> and put it in a room.
0: And not. Like it's probably yeah. very unhealthy how upset no, it makes me. I should see a therapist gross. because I'm just like the and, and I, I think it, I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but I think it does come from like a little PTSD incident that I had when I was a kid. Yes. Okay. Did I tell you about the swarm of bees? I can't remember. Oh, yes. When we were talking about bees, yes. Bees. Yes. So to this day, I was attacked by a swarm of bees as a kid and like fell down a mountain and all kinds of stuff and had a, a hundred stings in me. Oh, my God. And stuff. And so... That I think that's where it came from, but the sound of buzzing in my ear just sends me into this panic. So, do you run from bees now? I don't run. I just like am hyper aware of I, them. I'm actually. I run. Oh, you do. <laughs> I'm out. Like, yeah. yeah. Thank God I wasn't allergic because I would have a hundred percent. That's horrible. It would have killed me. There was so
1: many stings in I me. I don't like bees, and I, I'll be. I'm sorry, but I'm one that will whip it. <laughs> and she's so like, don't kill it. That thing, we need those. I'm like, I we know. do? I know. Yeah. We I need, know. I, apparently
0: we need them. We need, well, we need everything. We even do need we? flies. Do we? They,
1: every. Why do we need flies? Because they. What if fly? we have to Google this later, but what yeah, do flies do? They
0: do something. They're maggots. They break down things i don't Ooh, know like what i don't know
1: okay like yeah, that'll have to be a <laughs> like talk no no they don't break it down <laughs> they don't no it still sits there just it's gross they have some kind they of they eat something and then they <laughs> land on you and then <laughs> they put <laughs> <they laughs> the poop on you <laughs> Ew, like it's gross know, there's it's no purpose
0: so i everything has a purpose this Aww. is my hippie
1: side you know
0: right like spirituality okay, every gonna... living being has a perfect purpose okay in life world. I'm going to research this and bring it back. I got to find do. the purpose of a fly. I'm not saying I always agree with the purpose. You know, there's but two truths apparently. here. There's two truths. There's and right. And <laughs> I can understand. That I there's don't a understand purpose. that there's
1: a purpose for a fly, but I will go Google it when we're done here and get back to yeah, you all on it.
0: I can understand okay. that there is a purpose and. I hate them. Okay. And I will kill them immediately.
1: <laughs> Poor guys. So. so. you've got a bug zapper and he, he uh, we have to return it because it freaked the dogs out, but he oh. put it in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And literally, like the, the shock yeah. noise that happens made me jump. The dogs mm. jump. They're having PTSD now because yeah. of the noise. I'm like, okay, great. We have five dead flies sitting there, <laughs> but we all are like- like on yeah. edge now we all i need a glass of wine they need like 10 bones just to get them to, to calm down forget oh it we'll gosh. just deal with the flies yeah
0: well why don't you pick a truth jar well i look at the next one but i know that we're we might have to coming up on our time yes we are
1: i think we're coming up on our time usually we Which have is amazing handsome uh corn here but yeah directing he's us. hiding we have no director our, our director's today. hiding today Things changed yeah we're, we're <laughs> at uh 50 minutes so let's we'll we'll we'll, we'll bring it to our next episode
0: amazing well right. good i'm, I'm glad s- to be back
1: me too i missed you it was fun it was very much something <laughs> thanks for bringing all that good stuff too of course awesome and thank you all for for sending it too yes please keep doing that yes, we please. love to hear your what you're going through <laughs> no we and there's no filters ask anything i love it sort of Fish. sort of
0: <laughs> Yeah, within within bounds
1: thank you so much for joining us on this episode of my truth today and we will see you next time for episode 11 see you guys later